Welcome to Home Buying 101 with Francisco Gonzalez. With me this week is Miguel Luna. Miguel, thank you for being on the show. What can you tell us about yourself, Miguel? My name is Miguel Luna. I've been a realtor for about five years, I believe. I think 2018. And I worked for Equity Realty Group. Sure. What do you like about real estate, Miguel? I like everything. I, I like uh, you know interacting with, with, with clients and making new relationships. Um, almost all my clients... Uh, you know, a good 99% were friends after every transaction, and I become friends with their families, and I, I like that. It's, that's a really good thing for me. So you, it, it helps also, I guess, because they always refer you, so you like working with just those warm referrals after you've helped someone find their house of their dreams. Yeah, that's like the best part, because then, uh, you know, you you, you kind of, you can tell that, that you're doing something right, you know? Yeah, and that's what it's really all about, trying to help people. Of course. So Miguel, with this being Home Buying 101, what does the Maricopa market look like this week? So this week inventory, uh, we kind of look at inventory every Monday to see what it did over the weekend. So the inventory is lower and it's been like that, uh, you know, it's been every week becoming uh, a little bit lower um, ever since the new year, this January. So so last year uh, we had, uh, towards the end of the year, a little bit over 20,000 listings and uh right now there's active about fifteen thousand a little bit over fifteen thousand uh there's about coming soon around five hundreds and uh pending we have about eight thousand a little bit over eight thousand um the median price for a house in the, the phoenix area is about four hundred eighty thousand and the median sold price is about uh four hundred forty thousand and the active uh days uh, average uh, is about uh, 68 days or so. Okay. So with it being 440, let's go over to our lender of the week so they can kind of give us some, some pricing of what a monthly payment looks like. Hey guys, it's Kimberly Davalos from Fairway. I just wanted to get on here with you guys to go over some numbers with you so you can see what your potential mortgage payment can be. So just for a an average purchase price of $440,000, with the credit score of 700, we can actually get you a payment of $2540 for principal and interest only. Once we add on the taxes, the homeowner's insurance, and the mortgage insurance in there with the 6.125 rate, which is about today's rates for a 700 credit score, your monthly would be $29.90 a month all included. So you really wouldn't have anything additional to pay on top of that. Now, we are able to layer that with different programs. There's down payment assistance programs and there's also the two one buy down and even a three two one buy down depending on how many credits we can get from the seller. So here we're do a two one buy down scenario with the same case. Your principal and interest payment only for this situation would be about 2,025 a month. Once we add on those property taxes and your homeowner's insurance, that payment would be $24.84. So you can see yourself about $500 a month in savings if we take advantage of that 2-1 buy-down program. Now, FHA is not the only type of loans that we do have. We do have conventional loans and we do have down payment assistance. There's programs that don't offer actual funds in assistance, but offer us a better rate and it offer us a lower mortgage insurance payment. So just to give you an idea with one of those type of programs on the same scenario, the same person with the same credit score would be a conventional loan at a 5.875 based off today's rates for the same house for 440,000, your principal and interest only payment would be 2470. And once we include everything, it's 2885. So you can see once we play around with the programs, 
um, with your credit score, with your income, we can always look at what's your best option. So if you have any questions, you know, you can always reach out to me at 623-241-0427. Don't wait too long because rates are changing every single day. So let's see what we can get you in today. Thank you, Kimberly, from Fairway for those numbers. So Miguel, with this being Home Buying 101, we've talked about just getting pre-qualified, about buyer's consultation, finding what you want, the home search. So I wanted to bring you on so we can talk about now that we've found the home we want, what does it mean or what are the next steps now that we're going to submit an offer we're going to go under contract? Okay, so, so this is one of the most important parts of uh, the home buying process. Uh, you know, first one would be pre-qualification, right? Because that sets our budget. Uh, but this one is uh, actually submitting an offer now to the house that the buyer likes. And to submit the, the offer, um, we need to look at the and a few things. As a realtor, that's one of our jobs to protect our client and to, to better help them understand the market because this is what we do every day. And, and they're busy with, with work, so they don't know what's going on. So having an active realtor with you, that's, that's a good thing. Submitting an offer, you're going to have to look at days on market, the overall appearance of the house, how many homes are in that price range in that neighborhood. Right. So right now, there's really not that many listings. So Phoenix market is, is changing constantly. So last year, we could, you know, we could ask for, for anything the buyer wanted. And right now, that, that buying power is slowly fading away because there's not that many active listings anymore. There is a few. You know, there, I'm not saying there's not. But if there's that one house that's really nice and it just came on the market, as a realtor, I need to instruct my buyer to, to send a strong offer because there's going to be somebody else that likes that house as well. And if they don't get that house, that's my fault because I didn't tell them. Right? So, so that's, that's the whole you know, introduction to how we're going to submit an offer. Now, now the next part of, of submitting an offer is my buyer understanding what they're signing. Right? Because this is a legal binding agreement between the buyer and the seller. So it's a very serious contract that I need my buyer to understand what they're doing, right? Because that way they don't have, and if they do have questions, it's gonna be less than if they didn't know what they're signing. So at Equity, the owner, that's one of the first things he does with us. He trains us to understand the contract, to be able to give this knowledge to our buyers or to our sellers, where we're working with, in this case, it's with buyers. So going over the contract with the buyer before submitting an offer is gonna be, I'm gonna break it up in five simple steps, okay? So first thing is going to be purchase, purchase price. Uh, how much are we going to offer for this house? And, uh, and again, we already talked about, you know, some days on market, brand new on the market. You know, that, that's going to determine how we're going to submit the offer. Now, once we, once we know how much we're going to, you know, the purchase price, now we're going to talk about earnest deposit. Earnest deposit is a good fit deposit that the buyer is going to make to the title company. Now, the seller of the house, uh, it requires that because they're going to take their house off the market to work exclusively with my buyer. And in return, they want my buyer to have some kind of money deposited to the title company in case that my buyer were to cancel for no reason. They can remedy their loss of time working with my buyer with, with that earnest deposit. So the title company at that point would look at what's going on and they would be the ones to decide if that earnest deposit would be released to the seller if my buyer is at fault. 
So that's what, that's what the earnest deposit is for. If the buyer continues to do everything they're supposed to or cancels for a reason that's permitted within the contract, that earnest deposit keeps being the buyer's money, right? Either for credit for down payment or for closing costs. Or if there was a cancellation because due to inspection or appraisal, then that money would be refunded back to the buyer. So we talked about the purchase price, the earnest deposit. The next step is going to be inspection period, right? So for the first 10 days, um, the contract allows the buyer to do any inspection that they feel necessary in the house. As a realtor, the first thing we recommend is going to be a home inspector, right? If my buyer doesn't know one, then I would refer them to one I know, right? Now that home inspector is, that's their job, their license. Their license, they're gonna verify the conditions of the house, the roof, the foundation, the overall bones of the house, the structure, the electrical, plumbing, AC. So they're gonna give us a explanation with pictures, details of the conditions of all these parts of the house. Now, the next one that we recommend also is gonna be a termite inspection. Verify if there's any termites. Uh, this, the next one is a very important one too, is also a sewer scope. Sewer scope is gonna allow the buyer to verify the plumbing underneath the house. Okay, so, so all these things are inspection period, right? And I won't get into detail of all this, but, but this is all just for, for peace of mind of the buyer, knowing what they're gonna, what they're buying, right? Now, once we have all these reports, we're going to submit a list of requests from the buyer to the seller of whatever repairs they feel necessary. The seller is, per the contract, the seller is not obligated to fix anything. It's a negotiation, right? Usually sellers will cooperate and either, you know, will either fix some or, or all. And uh, we come into an agreement with, with selling the buyer and we move forward. You know, the, the next thing is going to be the appraisal. Right? So the appraisal is going to determine the value of the house. Is the house worth how much the buyer offered? Right Now, once the appraiser comes out, they're going to talk, they're going to send us a report, letting us know. They're going to base the report on every house that's similar in square footage, similar in, you know, that's a comparable to the subject house. And they're going to let us know what the value is. Right? So that's another protection for the buyer. This contract, uh, the Arizona Association of Realtors purchase contract is guided to protect the buyer, right? So there's buyers have the realtor on their side plus the contract on their side, right? So first protection is going to be the home inspection. The next one's going to be appraisal. If the house appraises for less, uh, the contract states that the buyer is only obligated to pay appraised value. If the, if the house appraises for more, then, uh, you're walking into equity. Yes, you're walking into equity because the buyer is the only one that will have access to that report, the appraisal report, because they paid for it. Right? So, so the next step is going to be final approval. Uh, I believe you have video on pre-qualification, right? So, so when the buyer is initially pre-qualified, they submit their work history, how much their income, their debts, um, their credit, everything to the lender. The lender will pass this information over to the underwriter and the underwriter will provide the final approval. Right? So the final approval, it, they're going to verify all that information again that nothing has changed. And if it's changed, that it's changed for the better. 
Once we have the final approval, then we're going to move on to signing, right, at the title company. The lender is going to provide all the documents to the title company, and they're going to call my buyer and say, hey, come on over. We have your loan docs. We're ready for you to sign. This whole process has taken about 30 days, right? So uh, inspection period, 10 days. The next week we do appraisal. The next week we have the lender do the final approval, and then we go to sign that title. Once we sign out the title company, or the buyer signs out the title company, uh, sometimes it's that same day that they allow us to release keys. They need a few hours to process the documents um, and then have the county record that the, the new buyer is now the owner, right? Once they give me the notice, usually it's the next day. Sometimes it's the same day. Uh, but I always tell my buyer it'll, it'll take till the next day. So I, I get that notice and I call my buyers and then I tell them, hey, we're ready. Uh, we can, I can meet you at the house and I will have your, your keys ready for the course. Congratulations. It's, it's recorded under your name. Huh? And, uh, and that's, that's the whole process pretty much from uh, submitting an offer to getting your, your keys. So, of course, with submitting an offer and also submitting requests for repairs, it's always a negotiation between the buyer and the seller, correct? Yes, correct. So it is not, the seller is not obligated to repair anything, but the buyer is not obligated to buy the house if they have items that they disapprove of. Um, there's so many things that, that the buyer could, could cancel for because within those 10 days, if they see activity in the neighborhood that they don't like, or if they find out that there's a, some HOA rule, homeowner association rule that, that they don't like, right? That, or that if they have a, let's say a work truck, or a tow truck, or something that they need to park at home because they're on call. Or uh, for people that work for at hospitals, sometimes they have a vehicle that they need to go pick up patients, or what, whatever the case may be, everybody's different. Uh, but if they need to park a vehicle like that at the house and the HOA does not permit that, that's a reason for cancellation within the inspection period, right? So, so all these things need to be explained to the buyer so that they understand it. So like you said, the buyer's contract really does benefit the buyer because there's so many things in there that's going to benefit the buyer in case they do need, they do find something or need to cancel for some reason. Yeah, so it's, it's a really uh, big decision, you know, to to uh, submit an offer to a house that you like, but then after you like it, you want to verify that it meets all your needs. Um, another thing is swimming pool, right? So even if it doesn't have a swimming pool, if, if your plans are to build a swimming pool in the future, within the inspection period is when you call the city or the HOA to verify if they will allow you to build a pool in the future. Because once you buy the house and then you find out you can't build a pool for whatever reason, it's too late. They're not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. They're going to call me. They're going to say, hey, why didn't you tell me? And it's, it's, it's ultimately the buyer's responsibility to investigate these things. But it's my responsibility to tell them that they need to investigate them. To advise them pretty much. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, Miguel, if someone wants to reach out to you to get more information or start the search, where can they reach out to you? Um, well, first uh, would be my phone number. So either text, email, I'm sorry, text or, or call. I usually pick up my phone number, my phone, uh, you know, within, if not, I'll, I'll text back and I'll call you right back. It's going to be 623-216-5104. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Google, Miguel Luna Realtor. Um, it's, it's really not that hard to find him. Miguel Luna with Equity Realty Group. Equity Realty Group, yes. Yeah. So if you if you want to look for him that way. Also, I, I can always put you in touch with his social medias. And if you guys 
have any more real estate questions that you want me to ask and then post later on that you want to ask Miguel or anything you want to ask us about, please, of course, reach out to our socials. And if you guys have any insurance needs, of course, reach out to us through our, our socials too. Miguel, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me.